everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is July 18th, 2022. Dave, if I say the name Bill Guerin to you, does that mean anything? No, I don't. Am I supposed to know? No, not necessarily, but I, I think a lot of people might. Bill Guerin played in the NHL for about 20 years. Okay. And why I mention it is he's the current GM for the Minnesota Wild. And you go, great. Why, why do I care? Why you should care about who Bill Guerin is and what Bill Guerin is doing is when you look at the blueprint for what he has done with the Minnesota Wild, yeah. it's exactly the blueprint that should be followed by the San Diego Padres. Bill Guerin was hired as GM, I think, two years ago. It doesn't matter. He's early on. But he came in and he made some incredibly tough decisions about his roster because he looked at his roster and he said, this roster is not a Stanley Cup team. And I have a very good owner who will put money out for players but unlike Major League Baseball, the NHL deals with a hard cap. They have a yeah. hard salary cap. It's about $80 million. And Bill Guerin knew that if we are going to get to the point that we can bring a Stanley Cup to the Minneapolis-St. Paul area, some decisions are going to have to be made. And when I look at the parallels between what Bill Guerin did and what A.J. Preller should do, it's mind-blowing. The first thing he did that absolutely turned everybody upside down was he designated for assignment two hometown guys. Okay. One is defenseman Ryan Sutter, who will go into the Hall of Fame. The other is Zach Parise, who potentially could go in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. But he designated these guys for assignment, Dave. And in the 2023 season and in the 2024 season, with an $80 million hard cap, the Minnesota Wild will have close to $15 million in dead cap money for those two guys. Okay. Two guys that are still currently playing in the league. But Bill Guerin looked and said, if I'm going to change the culture of this team, and if I'm going to change from being an average team to being a good team, guess what? Two fan favorites, Sutter from Wisconsin, Zach Parise from Minneapolis-St. Paul, you're out. You're out, and we're going to eat the $15 million. Everybody freaked out, but in two years, that money will be off the books. Why I mention it, Dave? is if I'm A.J. Preller in this all-star break right now, yeah. I do the exact same thing. I DFA Eric Hosmer tonight, and I DFA Will Myers tomorrow night. What about Luke Voigt? No, I mean, Luke Voigt's not the kind of okay. money. Luke Voigt's on the one-year deal. So keep Luke, and he designate those two guys who are in the way. Move on. Okay. You're not going to trade them. There's honestly no marketplace no. for them. You're wasting your time. You're spinning your wheels. Admit we made a huge mistake with both of these guys. Craig Elston had an incredible stat the other day, and I give Craig full credit. Did you see what Craig put on social media? He wrote no. that since May 1st, there are only 13 players in all of Major League Baseball, 30 teams with almost 30 guys on the roster, only 13 guys in the entire sport since May 1st have been worse than Eric Hosmer. I believe it. Eric None Hos of that surprises me. Eric Hosmer has not had an extra base hit since June 25th. That's incredible. That's, that's, and you're a first baseman. You're a corner. So I go back to how I started. Yeah. I do the Bill Guerin move, and I DFA these guys, and immediately they're out. So what's your solution? You DFA, both those guys are gone. Obviously, Will Myers, it's not hard to find a replacement on the roster because you've been going without him. Mm -hmm. But who replaces Hosmer? Here's the second thing that Bill Guerin did. Okay. The number one scorer on that team last year was a guy named Kevin Fiala, who was 25 years old, led the team in scoring, had 82 points. But you're dealing with a hard cap, and the other thing that you were dealing with was attitude issues with Kevin Fiala. So what Bill Guerin did was he shipped him out 
to the Los Angeles Kings, ironically. Got the 19th pick in the draft, and he also got a hometown kid named Brock Faber, who's one of the Kings' top prospects, to come in and play defense. And he said, you know what? We understand Kevin Fiala's 25. We understand he's a star in this game. And we understand he's our leading point scorer. But guess what? His attitude doesn't fit what I'm trying to build. Good. He makes too much money. He's out. I got a question for you. Yes. Everybody is talking about Juan Soto. Yes. And everybody is talking about Mackenzie Gore and Robert Hassel and C.J. Abrams Abrams and James Wood. Look, I, I go ahead. If, if if you think that's going to be enough to get Juan Soto at the age of twenty three, yeah, think it all you like. I'm, Maybe it is. I'm glad you said that because I, I, I thought for, for sure you. you were going to tell me that was going to be enough, and that's what I'm seeing these Padre fans who believe just because they're part of the organization that that will be enough. That's not enough. You haven't named one proven major leaguer to send back. I've got one. Okay, what if you make a three way trade? Okay. Three-way trades are tough. Man, you've been thinking a lot. Go ahead. You make a three-way trade, and I don't know the team that could do it, but just off the top of your head, you say the Yankees, and you say to the Yankees, look, I need some of your prospects back, and I'm going to send to you Fernando Tatis Jr. You're willing to trade Tatis to the Yankees? Because you're getting Soto back. Okay, well... uh, So you're you're getting prospects from the Yankees. You're then bunching up these prospects with what you have in San Diego. Again... The problem that I have in this town is this town has become a fanboy media town. And if you do like fanboy, then this is probably not the show for you. Oh, not at all. But that's fine. You can listen or you don't have to listen. It doesn't matter. But when you look at things realistically, like John Heyman pointed out the other day, and a lot of you got your feelings hurt when John Heyman said, if you were Pete Seidler and you were committing a lot of money to Juan Soto at the age of 23, what you don't have to worry about is the lack of maturity that comes with Fernando Tatis Jr. You will not have to worry about losing Juan Soto for 65% of this season due to a motorcycle accident because that's not who he is. It's a great line. I have no idea why this fan base got their feelings hurt by that because the last time I checked, you're 10 games out, your franchise yeah. guy's on the bench because he dicked around on a motorcycle. Yeah. Where's John Heyman wrong? He's not wrong. He 100% said the truth. You don't like the truth. He told you the truth because everyone knows the two best young players in all of baseball and a lot of great ones. We just saw Rodriguez from the yep. Mariners tonight, Stud. and we're seeing Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and a bunch of young ones that are outstanding. The two best young players when healthy are Tatis Jr. and Soto. Studs. Yeah, stud players. I love what you just said, actually. I couldn't agree more with what you said, and I like the fact that you threw three teams. Do you need three teams? What if you said, we're going to send you Tatis Jr. and Gore and Hassel? You don't, don't need, want that money. You don't need a right fielder. Well, they say they're rebuilding from square one because they offered they offered $440 million to for Soto. So for $344 million, the same length of a contract, you I could have. It. Yeah, if, and I know Padre fans are going to go, what? They're going to be really upset that you just offered Tatis. You You are crazy not to take Soto over Tatis right now. 100%. Crazy. 100%. And it opens things up. Look, I I don't know what your feeling is on the farm system. I don't know where anybody is at, right? I I defer to John Conniff and and Keith Law and others. But, I mean, this is... uh, You're trying to win now. Your three-way trade, I don't want to just throw that aside, by the way, Mm -hmm. is a great idea, too, because the Yankees want to win now. Yeah, and the Yankees, if they added to, they don't Tease, need a guy in the right. They don't need a guy in right field. They're looking no, pretty good right there. They sure are. And if they added to Tease to that Yankee team, holy shit! 
Right? Right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a great situation. Could you imagine Tatis in New York? He'd be the next it, Jeter. We'll it, watch a Jeter it, yeah. right now. It almost seems like he belongs in New York. I hate to say it. It almost seems like he belongs in, in New York, which is so wild to think about. But at the same time, you get your guy in Soto. So, yeah, you'd probably have to get rid of Gore. You get rid of Tatis. You have I Soto. You, I don't know if you have to give up anything else. Why would you do that if you're the Nationals? You're going to go, wait a second. Just like because we said on the. you just uh, said it. Well, I you said have the, you have the 13 year contract. I mean, sure. For it, less, but I'm, I'm asking for more. Hunter, you're, you called me. I didn't call you. But I'm, I'm telling you, I should be asking you for more because you have 13 years of Tatis. I have two years of Soto. You're guaranteed that that guy isn't going anywhere. I think it's one of those I'm deals gambling. you try and work out ahead of time, right? I mean, that's I know Scott Boros and all that. That's why a lot of people are saying things won't get done in the next two weeks. Yeah. I honestly believe things are going to get done in the next two weeks. Oh, I think it moves quick. Because if you listen, I know you were out all day and you didn't see a lot of television. When Tatis was interviewed at Dodger Stadium and they did the whole thing like they do for the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and they have the booth, Soto was super pissed off with the Nationals. And he goes, I'm yeah. a private guy. I didn't make this public. They made it public. Right. And now, because they aired my dirty laundry, you know, I'm a little frustrated. It's not what I thought. I was fine the way things were until they went and made me look like the bad guy. So Soto now becomes, like you said at the beginning, what was going on with the Wild. You now have a guy that you're paying that is now becoming a cancer. Got to get him out. Got to move him. You got to move him. But, but for me, when I look at it, and I don't know, maybe their scouts are doing it, when you you have a fan base that you still have to answer to in D.C. and a fan base that not long ago won a world championship. And what's very, what continues to crack me up in this town, and look, I, I, I don't care how long you've been a Padre fan. I really don't. That doesn't come into the equation, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. Because my son Jack, probably in the last uh, 10 months, has become as diehard a Padre fan as anybody I know. He's got YouTube TV, so he can't watch the games. But at 14, he figured out a way to stream them on his phone, and he's committed to doing that every night. And every time we're out in the car, he's watching the game on his phone. Now, he's been a fan for, I don't know, 14 months. I started following this team in 82. A lot of you probably jumped in in the 80s. Some of you jumped in in the 90s. It doesn't matter. Is, are, am I going to tell any of you that have been around since the 90s, you're more of a fan than he is? Absolutely not. Am I going to tell any of you that have been around since the 90s that because I started in 82, I'm more of a fan than you? Absolutely not. But what drives me crazy in this town is the fact that there's an arrogance that comes with this team that's unwarranted. You haven't done shit. You could not be less relevant in Major League Baseball and for right now, you're the Kansas City Royals without the championship. Exactly right. And it's embarrassing to me, as somebody who loves this team, that a lot of you don't hold anybody accountable. You all fuck off and get your pretty pink jerseys, and you think everything's fine. Which, I guess, for you, if you're buying tickets and buying beers and going out and enjoying guys dancing in the dugout, fine, man. But for me, as a guy that loves the game of baseball and loves this team, I don't know why it makes anybody a dick if you hold A.J. Preller accountable, or more importantly, if you hold Fernando Tatis Jr. accountable. Everyone's he, afraid to. They're afraid to. They knew what this year was. If you paid attention at all, you knew this was the year. Because even before Sean Manaya got here. You knew you, Clevenger was a free agent. Right. You knew this was the year. Yep. You knew this was the year, and then you go out and you get Manaya. And you trade for Rodgers, and you're like, holy shit. 
This yeah. is the year. And you allow yourself to make a decision that gets yourself injured when you're an impact guy in the face of this franchise and nobody, starting with ownership or anybody else, holds that kid accountable. That makes me sick. If you go to your job and your work hours are 8 to 5 and you decide to show up every day at 1130, how long does that last? Unless you're the San Diego Padres and you're Fernando Tatis Jr. And then it's no fucking problem at all. (laughs) It is absolutely no problem. The big question is, and I know you've followed this team for a long time, longer than most people I know, you have followed this team, okay? And you talk about some of the people that we watch on Twitter. You guys are newer fans. You guys are. You guys, a lot of you became but fans a lot of them when they moved to Petco Park. Holders. Yeah, I, I understand, and I respect yeah. that. It doesn't matter what you said when you jumped on. The deal is, there are guys like Jeff, who I'm staring at right now, who's so hungry for a World Series championship. Yeah. You don't want to be a situation like the Cubs, where you have all these old goats who are sitting there going, right. "I just want to see my team win before <laughs> I die." You don't right. want to be that. But yeah. let's be honest: we're in year 53 seasons right now. This is the yeah. 53rd season of Padre baseball. They don't have a trophy case with anything in it. And this is the time to go ahead and you make something, you make a big move. You have an owner who I think we all believe in. You have a GM we aren't so sure about how much faith we have in smart decisions. But you have an owner that is more committed than anyone you could possibly ask for. I would agree. And as great as Petco Park is, and I had this conversation with someone in L.A. this weekend because they were saying, man, Dodger Stadium is a dump compared to Petco Park. I'm not arguing that. My point is when you go to Dodger Stadium or you go to Fenway Park, there's history there. You go, that's where the Kirk Gibson home run was and Sandy Koufax there and Kershaw. There's nothing in Petco Park that makes you feel that. And Uh guys like you are dying for history. You're dying for that championship to say we won it at least one time, and now we're building for that taste again. Uh, I'll say this. I was in the Oakland Coliseum, whatever that was, two years ago for the final Raider game. I've been there as a kid for Oakland A games and Raider games. That place is a dump. Yeah. Okay? That place sucks. And I was never an A's fan. I couldn't care less. But as a Raider fan, to go in there like, fuck, this sucks. Petco Park is great. But I'll say this about Dodger Stadium, and I hate the Dodgers from my soul. Have since 82. (laughs) The thing that Dodger Stadium has over Petco Park is I challenge you to find me one seat in Dodger Stadium that has an obstructed view. Yeah. Because I can find you about 20,000 that have obstructed views at Petco. A lot of you have probably sat in them and thought, well, I can't really see the right fielder. But I guess that's just the price I pay. Well, that to me is what it is. Now, that's not Pete Seidler's fault. No. He inherited the ballpark. Actually, that's Larry's fault. If you're being honest, Larry oversaw everything. And so, again, not to go off on Petco Park. Petco Park's great. I love it. You just better know where you're sitting yes. when you go out there or you can end up seeing seven guys for the night. <laughs> and if you go too far down the left field line, good luck seeing the fucking board. Yeah. No. Uh, but I tell you, Dave... Like I said, man, there's a lot of fanboys in this town, and that's fine. If that's what you like, then do it all day long and talk all day long about it. Boy, the guy can really twirl. To me, it's the biggest fucking jerk-off session because all you're trying to do is be somebody's buddy for a guy that has no interest in being your fucking buddy. They don't give a shit. They couldn't care less. But if you look at it from just a straight baseball perspective, and a lot of you, like I said, as season ticket holders – that pay a lot to go out there, starting with the ticket, then the parking, then concessions, and everything else you do. And a lot of you are out there a lot. And that's very, very impressive. I just, I don't know how you can just shrug things off and not look a little further than 20 yards down the line and say, you know, we're about 
to go headfirst into the dead end, and I don't see anybody grabbing the steering wheel to change, alter our path. Well, here's the question. Two things for you. One is, is this a World Series championship team right now as you look no. at it? It's not. Did you watch okay. them well, the I, I, Well, I, I'm saying it because I agree with you, but I have to ask you because this is the team you're dying Pathetic. with. If I say it, I'm a hater. That's why I just want to say it straight out. This is not a World Series team, and I think most Padre fans know that. Second question. Do most Padre fans realize how good Juan Soto is? Do you uh, think they're aware that all the talk is this guy's the next Ted Williams? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty heady, it, it, but yeah. he's a stud. I mean, he's, he's a once in, stud. he could be once in a 75-year player. Yeah. I mean, he feels like Trout did when Trout was yeah. 23. I mean, and it, if it, the Angels were ready to trade Trout, then you go, wow. And I know AJ today, goddamn, when you see that, and you realize that AJ was closing in and thought he had him, but then turned their focus to Yoan Moncada. And that ended up, and, and Soto wow. ended up with the, I, I mean, well, like every, uh, yeah, every, I team's yeah, every team has them. Dodgers have them too. A lot of teams passed yes. Trout in the draft. So uh, you get it, right? But but when Soto mentions, oh, I thought I was going to San Diego. And you go, hey, hey, stop telling people that. <laughs> I get it. But, I, but we, I, we've seen big trades before. I mean, this would be amazing if you heard a Tatis Soto deal. But we've seen big trades. I mean, who would have thought Alex Rodriguez would end up with uh, New York Yankees? Right. I mean, we've seen crazy shit happen in baseball, and the Nationals have made it clear. One is they're going to be up for sale. They've already right. hired a group to sell them. Now, if you're now, let's look at it that way. Okay. Tatis goes, and all of a sudden you have a franchise marquee marketable player that's locked up for his entire prime of his career. Yep. Again, I don't see any way San Diego trades him. But I think all of a sudden you get Mike Rizzo's attention if you're like, hey, man, everybody, including Tatis, is on the board. It's the closest thing for us to not sit there and say. You know who else is on the board? Manny. You've said that before. That they, Manny you, has the right to opt out you, over next yeah. year. That, to me, is a storyline that I, I we're probably 12 months too early. That's that I find fascinating. Well, he's going to see the, the writing to see how are things working. One is, what's my value per year? Which is, a, that was Soto's big thing yesterday. Uh -huh. What's my value per year? Because the money per year was less than what Manny gets. Correct. And then the other part, and this is where I say Tatis down the line is going to go, hey, what the fuck? Because Tatis's deal overall per year down the line is going to be one where he's going to go, hey, wait a second. How come I'm not making, you know, basically my money's worth. I'm making half of what other big time shortstops are making. Because you signed for 13, kid. Yeah. You could have signed for six. Yeah, that, and that's funny. That's what guys like Trout were saying and Alex Rodriguez were saying today. You do it twice. Yeah. You do it twice. A-Rod said it, said it clear yeah. as can be today on, on why you do those kind of deals. But you're right. Tatis went all the way in. Doesn't matter about Tatis's contract. I think if you're the Nationals, you can explain to the new ownership group and your fans, we also got a superstar Stud. because the other superstar that was here didn't want to be here anymore yeah. for what we're offering. And we saved $100 million. The only thing I look at for this team coming back is, look, anybody who's here and has watched this team for a while, casual or hardcore, we've been excited ever since you started to hear the buzz about who Fernando Tatis was going to be. And I feel like it almost started shortly after that deal was made. And yeah. when you looked at the fact that not only did they give up Shields, but they sent $30 million to get a kid who was 17 years old. That's pretty amazing. Yep. One guy, one for one. You started watching every part of it, and he delivered. And then he got here in 19, and he came up, and he's been absolutely electrifying ever since. When he's on the field, you, you cannot take your eyes off him. Yeah, The whole deal. It's all fine. 
But we're not the ones that have to look at it from a business perspective. And the other part that I would bring up is if you're honest with yourself and you look at Tatis and the way he's conducted himself in the last 14 months, how convinced are you that you're going to get the return on your investment that you're looking for? Because he has a bulky shoulder that we know about and yeah. nothing's been done to address that. And, and he's coming back with the wrist and we don't know. We're all optimistic. We're all hopeful that he comes back and he's the same guy. And you go, God damn. He's all missed right. around 45% of the games he's eligible for. It, I, you know what it feels like, Dave? It feels like pandemic 2.0. Because we all went, got shut down for COVID. And now masks are coming back. Everybody be aware of that. And then we got through that. And then all of a sudden, Tatis got shut down. And it's the same thing. And we're just waiting and waiting. When will 23 be back? Right? And then... You hear Preller the other day. Hey, we're going to start. Swimming. All right. Let me know when he's in the lineup. Right? <laughs> I mean, just let me know when he's in the lineup. It, it's somebody telling me on November 18th, hey, you're only five weeks away from Christmas. Well, who gives a shit? Tell me when's Christmas. Okay? <laughs> or Hanukkah, Dave. Tell you either one to cover every base. Who gives a fuck? Let me know when he's in the lineup. But if you're really serious about making a deal for Soto, it's hard for me to really believe that you're a player if you're talking about Gore and Abrams and Hassel no. and Wood. No. I, I don't know. You got to give a proven major league player back somewhere. I think those guys may move the needle if you're trying to get Wilson Contreras. Yes. Then I think you're probably moving the needle. But when you're getting a guy at age 23 that you look at and you go, this guy could be generational i mean i love the idea that you think uh, that there could be a mindset that you could keep all three of those guys in the lineup holy cow would that be unbelievable it would be, be crazy un but you're looking at if they were able to do that you have to tease soto machado you're talking a billion dollars well uh, i think it was i think darren had the point today that was pretty amazing when he said you're probably looking at a contract close to 500 million yeah. and then you're looking at probably another 200 million in luxury taxes yep. and everything else. He goes, I, I thought the point Darren made was brilliant. And he said, can you imagine walking into your boss's office and say, this is the guy we need to, con uh, to commit three quarters of a billion dollars to? You're like, whoa. Well, again, between those three guys, that none of them pitch. This over a billion dollars for three guys. Dave, uh, the only thing that I will say... Is again the stories came out, and I believe I believe Darren had it. You know, the story was out there. Dennis Lynn had it. Yeah, I think Kevin had it a little bit, but Darren had it again last week. And credit to him because it was pretty good. He said that what we had heard that Pete Seidler was all in on going after Bryce Harper, yeah. and Ron Fowler was the one who shut it down. Now, at that point, you know that Tatis is going to have to get paid. Right? Yeah. You had just signed the deal with Machado. You know that the mega deal is coming with Tatis, and Pete was ready to go get Harper. So maybe we look at that and we go, again, numbers a little different. Yeah, a little bit. But it's always going to continue to go up. I mean, this is where we're at. They're going to continue to go up. Whereas, you know, Harper's money was tremendous. And again, Soto's money right now might seem tremendous down the line by the time that contract's over. Someone's making more than an average yeah. of 50 million. I mean, Look, let's be honest. Uh, Shohei Otani could be making sixty million a year. It's 
become the NBA quickly, yeah. right? Yes, it Except has. Except for you have double the roster. Yes, you have double the roster. I mean, pointing this out, as Jeff just said that, Russell Westbrook is a guy nobody wants. The Lakers have to pay him $47 million this year. What's That's more than Curry, Scherzer. Curry's closing in on yeah. 60. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's in the, he's in the, in the 50s. I mean, he's 35, yes. right? And somewhere around yeah. there. But I, I don't know. But I feel like, and look, here's the other thing. Who gives a fuck about Fernando's feelings? Oh, I don't care at all. Who gives a why, shit? Why would anybody care? I, why? Because he said he wanted to build a statue out there. I would float. Is, right. he, on a, is he on a gurney in that in that statue? Yeah. Other other than uh, other than Manny, other than Manny, yeah. Who I feel like has done everything this team has wanted him to do, and has been a stand up guy. I I wouldn't put Manny's name out there, but I'd put Fernando's name out there. I think that's fine. I think giving a guy a kick in the ass and being like, hey. That did float out there that, uh, wow. Could, and John Heyman wrote wrote it a little bit in this piece in the New York Post, saying if you're the Nationals, you would think that any deal would start with Fernando Tatis, but the Padres' mindset is that they want those guys of to play together. Uh, shit, Dave, maybe I'm yeah. completely wrong. And maybe maybe others in baseball look at this farm system and go, wow, this farm system's still loaded. Oh, I don't think so. Do you think so? No. Yeah, I don't think this farm system's loaded. And the, the problem is, for me, what I judge it on is you have zero track record of success. Yes. Unfortunately, in the history of this team. Yes. With Buzzy Bavese, <laughs> right? Jack had a few guys that came up, including Tony Gwynn. But since that time, whether it was Kevin Towers or Josh Burns or Jed Hoyer, right? Or now A.J. Preller. You don't have a track record of success of guys that have learned the Padres way and have come up and been all-stars. Yes. Whether it's Mackenzie Gore or Ryan Weathers or Sean Burrow or anybody else you want to go back to, there's nobody that you look at and you go, yeah, that's the guy. Now, the argument can be made that Fernando came in when he was 17 and, and came up. Okay, Fernando's pretty special guy. And yeah, Fernando's amazing. But I think if you look at certain teams, whether it's the Dodgers, the Twins have had a lot of guys. A lot Cardinals. of teams. Cardinals have had guys, right? Braves. Yeah. That just come up and instantly hit the ground and make a contribution. Yep. Ryan Weathers is done. He's, I mean, I watched Mackenzie Gore yesterday. God, man, I get it. He's a kid. But he looked lost out there. Yeah. And and so I, if I'm the Nationals... I'm looking and go, well, you got a lot of guys that have performed at a good level at double A and triple A. Unfortunately, AJ, I need guys that are going to perform at the major league level. And if you want to put 23 in the deal, then let's talk. And that's something different than all the other ones. Because here we go. Here are the four teams that are rumored, right? Okay. You have the Yankees, you have the Cardinals, you have the Dodgers, you have the Padres. Those are the four teams that are rumored to be in on it. Now, it's funny. I've looked at places of all four today and see what they're writing all of them believe they can get them you know all of them believe it the cardinal fans are blowing me I away can't imagine when they do it. and I'll, and i agree with jeff on this the cardinals are still considered st louis small market you're already paying a ton Crazy. of money to goldschmidt you're paying a ton of money to Arenado, 
and you're going, now you're going to add Soto to the St. Louis Cardinals? I mean, it seems almost just the opposite of what you'd expect St. Louis to do. Am I right, right. on that? Yeah. New York Yankees aren't the old George Steinbrenner Yankees where they go over the, the, the cap, let's say, right now, because you see the way they're spending. They also have to spend a ton of money for Aaron Judge. They're already paying a ton of money for Garrett Cole and Giancarlo Stanton. And for the Dodgers, you go, well, who would they send over that's already major league ready? Now, I'm guessing in the Dodger trade, the Dodgers would offer a guy like Lux. They would offer Bellinger. They would offer Dustin May. And they'd offer Here. two or three of those those pitchers they have in the minors that are supposed to be future stars. Now, I'll read you what the National wrote. Okay. I'll remind you, I think what Ken Rosenthal said today was exactly right. In the sense that the Nationals want the highest return for Soto... And he said, there's no way they're going to try to put Corbin or Strasburg yeah. in that deal. And Strasburg is a no trade, by the way. Yeah, that's the other part of it. But it's going to severely impact the return. Yes. And so Rosenthal said, just Soto is the deal. That makes the most yeah. sense. And anybody who tries to tell you that you're going to have to attach those other guys. If you look at the, the business side of it, it would make no sense. Keep that in mind when I read what the Nationals said, which is the the Nationals sent Soto and Strasburg to the Dodgers, Dave, for Bobby Miller, Ryan, P-E-P-I-O-T. Yeah, Pepito. Pepito, Miguel Vargas, Andy Pages, and James Outman. Yeah. That's it. Dodgers all likely would have to start with one or both of Diego, Cartea, and Miller. Much as their packaging of their top pitching and catching prospect was what it took to get Trey Turner and Max Scherzer from the Nationals last summer. If the Nationals are content with uh, Kiebert Ruiz as their catcher of the future, the Dodgers could offer a big league-ready bat in Vargas as well as a thumping young outfielder in Pages. Throw in a 40-man outfielder in Outman who just arrived in AAA too. Still might be enough, and the Dodgers might have to put uh, part with another arm they really like, uh, but they'd also likely have to take on one of the Nationals' bad contracts. Again, I don't believe that. No, that's not what I'm so, hearing as well. The big thing for the Dodgers and why this trade also would be important is the, we talked about this two weeks ago. Trey Turner's last year with the Dodgers is probably this year. He becomes yeah. a free agent. Trey Turner has said he wants to play with Soto again. And he said, he's, he's my best friend. We talk almost daily. And he goes, they say, is there one teammate you would like to play with again? He says, oh, without a doubt, it's, it's Juan Soto. Now, the rumor is that next year at this time, if they'll say this trade doesn't go down, Trey Turner ends up with the Braves. Dansby Swanson ends up with the Dodgers. They just change teams. Swanson and Freddie Freeman are best friends. Freeman get, I mean, Trey Turner gets a chance to go back east where his family is in North Carolina. And that seems like that's, that's the future plan for the Dodgers. The chance for the Dodgers to solidify their shortstop position would be, hey, you bring in his best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you look at it. Now, one other point, and I haven't heard this mentioned. It may have been I didn't get to hear much uh, around the dial today. If you're A.J. Preller, the way things fell apart at the trade deadline last year, yeah, when you thought you had a deal in place, well, I don't know, it was reported. Who knows how much A.J. thought he had a deal. But you were clearly making ground on a deal for Scherzer and the Dodgers came in and stole him at the end. Uh, and potentially Trey Turner, right? Yep. Are you hesitant at all To deal with the Nationals? Yeah. Because you feel like, are they using what I'm offering them uh, 
to, to get a better deal. I mean, you've dealt with them in the past, yeah, but honestly, they, they smoked you in that deal. They that's, smoked you when they got Trey Turner and Joe Ross for Will Myers. Yes. They're, they, I mean, they crush you. And if you're giving up, you know, if you're getting two, I mean, Joe Ross has been a yeah. guy, but if you're getting a pretty solid player in Trey Turner for Will Myers, you're making that trade any day. But if you're giving up a Hall of Famer uh, in Max Scherzer, yeah, you're going to say... Everything's open, right? Yes. All, all's fair in love and war. Well, you hesitant if you're a GM of another team. Take your way out of San Diego being a fan to deal with Preller. I mean, he's been questioned now multiple times on his players going back and health. I'm not worried about that. I trust my own medical team. I've who, got, if, you're, if you're who? If you're the Nationals? If I'm the Nationals, I have their version of Dr. Jojo Tarantino. Yeah. because He the, checks the medical. Because the Marlins and Twins will tell you something different. Uh. I, I still think the Twins make that deal every day because they knew they weren't going to sign Taylor Rogers at the end of this year. They looked at him and they said, this guy's not consistent enough to be a closer. He's not worth the money. For whatever reason, they've always liked Paddock. I have no idea what, I guess maybe they thought they'll take Pagan for the opportunity to maybe close games. But they liked Paddock and Rogers was not going to stay. So they took two arms in exchange Uh for Rodgers. And, and honestly, like we talked about last week, we tried to tell you. We tried to tell you about Rodgers. But again, it, it's a city of fanboys and, and everything is celebrated and everything's great and everything's outstanding because he can twirl. But when he fucking twirls it, it goes 465 feet. Now what? So, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know that the Twins are bitching about it. I think the Twins had to have known that Paddock, after last year, I was coming into this year with red flags all over, and that should tell you even more that an organization also yeah. making a run uh, in a pretty competitive central division in the American League was willing to take your shitty, broken-down sheriff in exchange for their horseshit closer. All right, so here's I have two questions for you on this mm-hmm. because as, as we say this, we're going to get people that will, will listen and they will freak out. Okay. San Diego Padre fans, if they were to find out Tatis was involved in the deal <laughs> to get Soto, yeah. is the reaction, what the fuck are we doing? Or is the reaction as, this is the smartest move this team can make? Nobody would say it, but baseball baseball would look at it and go, fuck. They said that's a smart move. Baseball would, but Padre fans, I think, are so attached to Fernando uh, that he's their favorite guy since Tony Gwynn. I, I'm still going to hesitate from saying that it's a brilliant move or a smart move. But it might be the right move. It, and it's it, the best option for the Nationals. I don't care what yes. the Dodgers offer. There's not going to be a better option than it's someone that can throw into decent of the I'm, deal. I'm telling you, man. And he's locked up. Locked up. And there's a whole lot of red flags that go around that kid. From health-wise to decision-making. Okay, he's a young guy. Sanely likable. We all love him. Bunch of young guys who don't fuck Silly. around. He's <laughs> silly. I'll just ask I know. this. For there. all of you freaking out, I'm just going to ask you this. And you don't have to answer anything. You could just answer to yourself. When they were at that point of their career, yeah. would any of the following people have made the decision that Fernando Tatis Jr. made, whether it was the motorcycle or the shoulder? And I'm talking about the guys that are the greatest in their sport. Michael Jordan? No. Tom Brady? No. Wayne Gretzky? No. Derek Jeter? No. None. So stop acting like everything is so offensive because John Heyman brought it up. Get yeah. your head out of your ass. It's embarrassing. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Did Jordan drive, ride a motorcycle? I think it was a story, but 
he didn't he didn't bust it up not like jay williams did remember the bulls guard yes ended his whole career there are decisions that are made yeah by guys all the time that you look at and you go what are you doing yeah. but the guys that make a difference know what to do and what not to do their decision making is as impressive as what they do on the field, it's off the field. You know what I'm curious for you to do as we do this show? All right, we've been doing the show for about 36 minutes right now. If you put a poll question out, would you include Fernando Tatis Jr. in a trade and see what the result is? Oh, I'm gonna, don't freak out. I love di- it. Which direction is it going before we get out of here? I'm yeah. just curious to know for Soto. And that's yes or no. And I, and I want to see if people are able to put it behind them to go, this is what's best for the organization. I agree with Jeff 100%. This is what's best for the organization. I'm a huge Satis fan when he's healthy. I just told you he misses 45% of the games. As much as if you're a Laker fan and a Padre fan, he's Anthony fucking Davis. And things keep happening. And that shoulder, if you have faith in that shoulder never being injured again, you're out of your goddamn mind. It's only a matter of time before that shoulder. Matter of fact, they should have taken care of the wrist and the shoulder at the same time and said, we're going to scrap the, the 2022 season because if you knew you're only going to have to tease junior for six weeks out of the whole season, you wouldn't have said, Hey, let's work on getting them back. But overall, you look at this process with Tatis and going, there's six weeks left in the year. You're 10 games out and you're playing your worst baseball as a team right now on July 18th. They look absolutely terrible. They lost a game yesterday by two runs. Guess what? They walked in two fucking runs. Yeah. And you go, what the hell? I was, I was driving back from LA yesterday and I'm listening to the entire game. And I'm listening to Gore, and I understand Gore's been a starter, and he was put in a situation he's not used to. It doesn't fucking matter. The plate didn't move. It wasn't like it was 65 feet. The plate was 60 feet, 6 inches, and he couldn't throw the ball over the plate. And here comes the guy after him walking in two more, and he lost to the last place guy dang Diamondbacks. And he's going, what the fuck? You're 10 games out when three weeks ago you were a game and a half out. Matter of fact, you shared first place with the Dodgers at one point. And then here you are. You're 10 games out right now. At the all-star break. Yeah. The ball's up. Yeah, you got to be super. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And I'm, I'm curious to know. And I bet you, Jeff, would, it's almost 90% are going to go against that. Oh, yeah. It'll yeah. be huge. Yeah. Would Prowler have the balls to do it? I think it would be the smartest thing to do for Seidler. I think it would, it would be easier to go to Seidler and say, this is going to cost you 100 extra million dollars, maybe more. But at least you're going to get a guy that's going to show up every day. He's going to play every fucking day. And we got a guy in Abrams we all believe in. Right. Can be our shortstop. Right. Because they've made it clear Abrams is an infielder. And if, Ab- if that is true, Abrams is an infielder and you keep Tatis, then it's time to, to get rid of probably Cronenworth, unless you think he's your first baseman of the future. Shockingly, Dave, eight votes in at this point, 75% no, 25% yes. Okay. Six to two. Surprised okay. by that? Yeah. Right I, I, I think it's going to be more 90% say no fucking way do you get rid of Tatis. Unbelievable. Yeah, no. <laughs> I think it's the smartest thing. As a matter of fact, I had it written down of what I was going to say to you, and you hit me with it first. Eight, eight. Now, look, I use Bill Guerin as my example, Yeah. right? $15 million in dead money this year and next year when the cap is $80 million. That's yeah. a lot of cash to eat. Yeah. Bill Guerin's under a whole lot of pressure. Yeah. He made trades. He trades Kevin Fiala. He does other things. If it comes back and he eats that dead money and three years from now, they don't make the playoffs, guess what? Bill Guerin's fucking working at Shakey's, okay? <laughs> but at least I give him credit yeah. for saying we have to do something dramatic to change the culture. I'm not saying Fernando necessarily is bad for the culture, but if you're looking no. around that deal and you're a competitive guy and you're looking around, you're like, well, goddamn. Yeah. 
You know, I got Evil Knievel over here who uh, couldn't get his shit together. Yeah. And you know what? We could kind of use that bat right now. Yes. Yes. All right. So here's the other move I'd like to see the Padres make uh, as this trade deadline approaches. It's time to get rid of Blake Snell, correct? Uh, Tim Hill, uh, Dave, I could okay. get rid of 40 guys on this fucking roster. <laughs> so here's the deal. The Mariners, and I'll, I'll get a two for one here. Since the Mariners got in that fight with the Angels, have been red hot. Um, last time I checked, they were 12 and two. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's even better than that because they won 14 games in a row. So there is, it's even better than that. So the Mariners have been great. The Angels have gone right in the shitter. Fuck Phil Nevin. But Snell wants to be a Mariner. He's made it clear for over and over again. Yeah. One day I'm going to play for my hometown team. He loves the Seattle Mariners. Mm-hmm. Trade him. The yeah. Mariners are going to make the playoffs. Trade him. See what yeah. you can get in return. Because right now, Snell has given you Taylor one win. The, 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 <laughs> Taylor Trammell. Answer your center field problem. Right now, you, you have one guy. I mean, you, yeah. he, he hasn't done jack shit. Did you read the Ty France thing that Bryce Miller wrote today? No, it's I didn't. It's brilliant. I didn't it's goddamn it. brilliant. That to me, like Preller's Preller's misses are so dramatic, they are. they're awful. So there's an article. I think it'll be in the print edition tomorrow. Okay, but it's talking about Ty France and the impact that he made here in San Diego. Bryce starts with this story that they're in spring training, and Ty slides up next to Manny, and he says, "Hey, Manny, whoever makes." more heirs has to buy the other guy dinner. And Manny says with a smile, Ty, no offense, but you can't afford where I go for dinner. And Ty said, well, that makes it a whole lot more interesting. Let's go. And they talked to every guy. Manny Machado says that when Ty France was there, he came up and every day he said, I just want to be as good as you. I just want to learn. I just want to be great. And they said that when France was included in that deal, trades are made all the time, but that was the one that really hurt the clubhouse because of the impact who he was as a player. And, I mean, you just look at that and you go, you completely fucked that trade up. You completely fucked that trade up, putting that kid in that trade. Jerry DePoto smoked you. Yeah, he's an all-star this year. And, and again, whether that would have been the time to pull the Bill Guerin move and DFA Hosmer and you're eating that money, but Ty France is your first baseman tonight? Oh, wow. Right? Whole different team. Whole different team. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Jesus Then nobody's Christ. held accountable. Yes. Now, this is pretty, that's a good idea by you. 39 votes in, uh, just five minutes in, 69 to 31, no to yes. Okay. Again, it's a guy yeah. that, uh, I mean, fuck, man. But it's the, it's the best Pete, chip. Could Pete There's, do it? I think Pete does it. I think Pete does it. I think Pete would do it if AJ told him yeah, we're doing and it. Think, and, and nothing against Pete. I just think that he lets his baseball guys make decisions. And it makes sense just because you know where this pitching staff is with contracts. The pitching staff is going to look a lot different next year and the year after. This is the time to pull that deal if you were doing it. And also, let's be honest, not one of those four teams or the three teams outside of the Padres have that chip that the Padres have to offer. No one's close. Right. No one's close. There's no one the Dodgers could offer. There's no one the Cardinals could offer. There's no one the Yankees could offer to have a chip that big that the Nationals and Rizzo and the new ownership group, whoever they are, can say face to their fans to go, we got a superstar too. Because there are about five big-time guys out there right now in Major League Baseball that are all about the same age, around 22, 23 years old. We go, I need to have one of those guys. Well, the Padres have one now, but you have a chance to get one that a lot of people are comparing to Ted Williams. That's that'd be that'd be something else. And I don't think you worry about what the fan base thinks. They're going to love Soto as soon as he gets here. And you desperately need him. You desperately need a guy like that that shows up. Yeah. 
You know, you do. It'd be crazy, right? It would be it would be absolutely crazy. So it's 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 very interesting. All right, a couple things I want to throw at you because uh, it, we're, we're just doing a regular show. We're not going to go crazy long. We'll come back again this week. But All Star Games tomorrow. As mm-hmm. a fan, you, you excited about this at all? You excited? I mean, it feels yeah. a little bit different. Me too. I was in L.A. this week and you saw a ton of people just walking around in jerseys that came from out of town, and it was it was kind of cool. It's kind of like when you you go to a, you and I have been to NHL All Star Games and you see people support their teams or NBA All Star Games, and you see it. And it felt like L.A. this weekend was all about baseball from all 30 teams it was pretty exciting to see my problem is what the astros are doing where none of these astro guys are going to participate basically they you were part of the 2017 before. guys 2017 yeah. season i was there when they cheered yeah. freddie freeman i got it but he's still wears the, steak dinner he's still where well all of them outside of justin verlander bailed out you know george, what though, Str- george springer even bailed out i i get all that but you and i think Pussies, shoot, dude. Bitches, you know, big bitches you and i think shoots holes in your deal go ahead in your argument I uh, this is one where I actually Altuve won. played yesterday and can't play in the All Star game. I got you. He's a bitch. This is why one of the rare times in thirty years that I was actually cheering for you to be right. Okay, but this is why I believe you're wrong. Okay, go ahead. Because unfortunately, the people that are not in there tomorrow night are not the casual Dodger fan. If you look at the ticket prices, are oh, I got you. I, it's I, about three hundred bucks. Yeah, I, I to got. Get in. No, I understand. And I understand that. It's so, it's still the scene of the crime. I got you. The but, people who hate you most on this planet are in that city. Yeah. I I think if this game is maybe anywhere but Toronto, right, they're probably still pulling out. Altuve pulled out last year in Colorado. Yeah, because I think it's I think it's baseball fans that hate him. And while I agree, the majority of the people that are there tomorrow make their home in Los Angeles. And while I would personally love to see it, yeah, as somebody who said earlier tonight, they hate the Dodgers. Only team I hate worse is all those guys on the Astros yeah. for just being punks. But unfortunately, I don't think they'd get cheered. But I don't think we all want you especially. Yes. There's a level of revenge that you want. I do. Right? Yes. You want that karate kid snap kick I moment. Sure do. And you want all of those Astro players. To feel like Johnny Lawrence face down on the mat, but I don't think I don't think I, it would happen tomorrow. I, I do, and this is not one of those where I'm saying give the trophy to the Dodgers. I've never once said that. What I'm saying is I want it taken away, just like a Heisman Trophy. We saw it with Reggie Bush. He didn't go give it to Vince Young when they took away Reggie Bush's Heisman Trophy, right? They just took it away. Same yeah. situation. Take away the World Championship. Everyone knows it was tainted. Take away the fucking World Championship. It's ridiculous. I'm kind of curious to know with Verlander what, what the reaction is going to be. But I think most people who follow that Astros team in 2017, the two guys that they have their anger most towards are Altuve mm-hmm. and Alex Bregman. Because yeah. those assholes are the ones that wouldn't sit there and um, basically show remorse. Everyone else basically yeah. showed remorse except those two fuckers. Yeah, they're all they're all those Cobra Kai yeah, guys. They are. And they're they not even the Cobra they're, Kai they're the guys, guys in right. the background. Yeah. All laughing. Yeah, put them in a body bag. It's all those guys. Fuckers. You want to fight every one of those guys. That's who they are. I just uh I don't think it I don't think it happens. I think it's gonna have to happen when when at some point the Astros have to come back to LA. They're gonna yeah. have to come back. And yeah. really, I mean, I love the idea last year when Dodger fans were like Hey, we're going to buy seats at the Angel. Game. And they boo the fuck out of them. Yeah. yeah. But at some point, they're going to have to come back there. And that's what I think. I yeah. think tomorrow night, Dave, it's a lot about the festivities. Yeah. And I just, 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know that they get it. I think Altuve runs forever, though. <laughs> what a little fucker, dude! I know, dude. What little a little shit! What a little with shit! With his little buzzer. What a, what a little goddamn punk, dude! A motherfucker, dude! Fucking drives me crazy. All right, hey, want to mention Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools? Look, the weather's absolutely perfect right now. Jeff and are doing the show right now, almost white out in the open, and the weather couldn't be nicer. This is your perfect July summer day. Also, the only thing that makes it better is having your kids have a pool to jump into. Nothing like coming home from work and using that pool as well alan taylor with taylor may pools nobody makes them better complete unique designs make sure you give alan taylor a call ask about available financing that number again is 619-449-4452 619-449-4452 it's funny just talking to a bunch of guys around baseball just cutting pasting and sending this thing so I'm, i'm just gonna say you guys can say whatever you want these are all guys that work within the game of baseball Right now, Dave, as we sit here with the fan vote, 75 votes in, it's 76% no, 24% yes. Yes. Right now, it's eight to nothing for people that said, if I'm the Padres, I do it immediately. People that Oh, work people are actually baseball people. people. Work, well, I don't, I don't want to say it like that because that sounds disrespectful. To me, it's just okay, the fun but, of old-fashioned baseball trade. Yeah. I think there's plenty of you that, that understand this game really, really well. So I, I wouldn't dismiss your opinion. I just love the trade chip that the Padres have to offer. No one else has that chip. Uh, yeah. Um, but Padre but, fans are in love with Tatis. But guys are writing back to me that are in the game, and, I'm, and they're like, ah, if you're the Nationals, you can't. You know, for this reason and that reason. I said, that's not what I asked you. Yeah. I asked if you're the Padres. Oh, for, if I'm the Padres, yeah, I do that tonight. Yeah. I do that tonight. <laughs> so, again, like I said, everybody, a lot of you are season ticket holders and buy jerseys and go out there. And yep. that, that, to me, can't be dismissed. And I also don't think that would be dismissed by Pete and by Eric and, and, and by AJ, right? But as, I just I find it fa- it's eight to nothing right now. That's funny. Nobody has said, uh, oh, I wouldn't do that if I was San Diego. I, I just think that's something. There's you- a big part of me really wants this to happen now. Well, I think what you all need to come to grips with is that the way you view things may not be the way things are viewed around baseball. Yes, well, exactly right. But also the big part of me is if you're Fernando, you'd rather be a Padre than be a National because the National starting at square one. Also, you look at just just the way he was brought up. This is more of his comfort zone is this city compared to Washington, D.C. I don't think, I don't think Pete, who's probably the toughest guy in this town. I, I don't know that Pete could pull the trigger on that. You really? I yeah. Oh, I don't know. Jesus, God Pete. Damn, Dave. You son of a bitch. Where's your backbone, Pete? Uh, sorry, I got to tell you about TaylorMade Pools. <laughs> uh, Alan understands. Every day, it feels like it's getting a little hotter and a little crazier around here. Although, I will say, none of us have anything to complain about because I have a friend who lives in Chandler, Texas, called me today their air conditioning has been out for a month jesus and their refrigerator has been out for four days and they cannot because it's a small town yeah they cannot get anybody out there and they are dealing with texas heat humidity so my apologies uh, they occasionally tune into this and uh they make their way out to california every now and then i'd prefer not to be run over when i see them again but we'll just speak from the San Diego level. Yeah, it's been incredibly warm, and August is coming. We know what that means in August and September. Uh, it gets hotter, and it gets more uncomfortable. Gas prices below 6 bucks, but it's not quite where we're all used to. 
So why not continue to enjoy the staycation and no better way to do it than with a beautiful tailor-made pool in your backyard? Call Alan and his team. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. Absolutely. When you're looking for that brand new house as well, you're looking to move. The big question is, where am I going? Well, I guess Brian Curry's the guy you need to talk to. can answer all your questions. Caldwell Banker, he's been selling real estate more than 25 years in this county. Again, he can tell you the right schools. He can tell you if you're older, you're empty nester. No more kids at home. You don't have to worry about the school district. Where's the best place to go next? Brian Curry is your guy. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. A lot of you have emailed and said, hey, you guys are always talking about school districts, but what about those of us that grew up in Point Loma and love just going out to the water and fishing? Where can we go? Well, uh, great news. I talked to Brian and he worked all weekend. He wasn't going to, but for you guys, he committed. And right now, there's four houses. I probably shouldn't even say this because they could be gone by the time this show makes it to Friday. But they're all right there in the ideal fishing along the Tijuana River Valley. And Brian's <laughs> like, we can go in and make bids. I said, Pete, Billy, Meddy, and Steve Verissimo. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be a nice upgrade to the neighborhood to have those four yes. and their families right there? And then on weekends, they could all fish together, just like the old days in Point Loma. So if you're now, listen, respectfully to all of you, I love all of you, whether you would trade Tatis or not, it's just fun talking baseball trades. I love it. But I have to respectfully ask that until Steve, Billy, Pete, and Craig have had a chance to talk to their family and check their finances. Respectfully, don't call, call Brian about those houses. You're like, Jeff, the, the fish are so good. They come out of there. They look like they're 12 feet. <laughs> I've never seen a guppy so big. You ever eat one of those fish, you'll get some kind of disease, right? But for those guys, but any other house you want in San Diego, Brian can help you do it. 20 years as award-winning uh, he can be an award-winning rep for you as well. Padres, yes. Nationals, no. Imagine Soto in Petco with Machado. Uh, another one. Not a trade. I think the Nats would make one for one. Uh, yeah. Well, for me, I'm not even looking one for one. I think you have to throw someone else in with Tatis. But uh, again, would you inclu <clears throat> include him in part of the deal? As most of you are in love with Fernando. Uh, from uh, another perspective, uh, no way i do it if I'm the Nationals. Tatis injury prone. Soto would have to bring at least one solid big league player and a load of top prospects. That's just me, though, uh, just from somebody within the game of baseball. I want to mention Dan Williams. Dan Williams is a guy to help you out with your finances. What stage of life are you in right now? Are you looking to retire in a few years? Are you looking to get out of debt? Dan's your guy. Again, we talk about Dan Williams and his uh, free two-minute Tuesday videos that he puts on YouTube. You can check those out again tomorrow, but Dan's your guy. Right now, if you're one of those people in debt, or if you're one of those people that's looking to retire in a few years, talk to Dan. Figure out what you need to do with your money. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. Yeah, uh, talked to Dan today. Good. For a long time. Had a great call because uh, talking about different things and some fascinating information for anybody who's ever gone through a divorce as far as if your name is on the deed as mine is and what the future holds. Outstanding. So I uh, a week from tonight, I'll be in Atlantic City for a week, but then uh, I'll be back. And Dan's back now in San Diego. He just got back. After being out, so yeah, ready to take your call, uh, talk to you about your finances, get your credit in line, and he and I both laughed 
and said, uh, as much as we enjoyed being season ticket holders a year ago, uh, it's kind of changed. We're not going to do it again. Dan said he's going to one game, going to see the Red Wings. Yeah. said, I had an absolute blast last year. I'm going to go see one game. And I'm like, I might do two. We'll watch them all on TV, but it's that borrow smart, repay smart philosophy that changes the way your credit score looks, the way your finances look, and it can impact everything you want to do. Give Dan a call, 858-688-6813. Absolutely. Kyle Fluger's your guy for websites. Right now, if your business isn't doing what you think it should do, make sure you call Kyle Fluger. Check it out. Look, it's worth the phone call just to make sure if you can make your business a little bit better. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Dave, I have to say, and again, it's nothing wrong with it, I can't imagine that enough people, you asked earlier in the night, do people in San Diego really truly understand what Soto is? Yeah. Because 120 votes in, in a short period of time, it's 77 to 23 no. Yeah. And I, I listen, I respect it all, but how many of you are voting with your heart? But that's what I'm saying. you got to forget that because your heart's going to be with Soto once he puts that Padre uniform on. Yeah. Vote like the fans, sit with the fans. Yeah, yes. Is that your favorite <laughs> saying? That's it. Uh Appreciate Flukes for everything he's done with our website. Uh, I don't know. We should start writing blogs or doing something again. But the site's great. And uh, yours can be, too. Just give Kyle a call. Get them all squared away. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? All right. So I did uh, July 15th, 16th, 17th, 18th. I just took big names. We're going to start off with July 15th. Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. Like him a lot. I'm going to say 60. Close. 61. 61. I'll say 18 million. $25 $25 million. Nice. Not, not bad. Okay. July 16th, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell is great. I'm going to say that Will Ferrell is 54. 55. Damn it. I'm going to say, uh, I think there's some money there. I'm going to say $65 million. $160 million. Wow. Yeah, $160 million. Man, that's crazy. Okay. Uh, two more for you. July 17th, David Hasselhoff. Great actor, better singer. <laughs> what? <laughs> You knock that smirk <laughs> off your face. I'll do it for you. The Hoff. Say the Hoff is 66. 70. Really? Yes. Dude, that Germany money is a lot. It's I'm crazy. I'm going to come in and say $80 million. Yeah, $100 million. Damn. Can you believe that? Katie La- Temple said to yeah. me one time, if I buy the tickets, will you go see the Hoff with me? Did she really say that to you? No. Okay. But I hope she hears it. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. Oh, my so, God. At uh, Paula Casino. They that, said, no, I will not go. That is funny as shit. All right, last one, July 18th, Vin Diesel. Oh. Uh, I'm going to say 55. Exactly right. And I'm going to say, God dang, if Will Ferrell was $160 million, yeah. I'm going to say 130 for Vin. Dude, he has more money. More money really? than Will. Yeah. 200? 225. Damn, dude. Can you believe that shit? Yeah. That's kind of crazy. All right, here we go. Five random questions. We'll get out of here. Okay. Would you rather have a cook or a maid? Oh, a maid, for sure. I can grill all day. Oh, yeah, I can grill all day. (laughs) I'd go cook on that one. I'd much rather have a chef. Yeah. Would you rather be the oldest or youngest sibling? Uh, Well, I am the youngest. I know. I don't know any What would you rather have had? Would you rather have been the guy that tells your siblings what to do? Or did you, were you fine with your brother and sister the telling you what to do? The one gets a whole lot of freedom. I didn't have to lose the great uh, Colonel Steve Austin. Yeah. Like you did in a crime that refuses to be addressed by the authorities in Tennessee. Shocking. Happened in L.A., actually. Yeah. 
Oh, that's true. Oh, really? Yeah, see, Robert Blake, OJ, yeah. Colonel Austin. The I went Menendez yesterday brothers. to the exact same place where it that happened. That's great. <laughs> Your sister just laughs. I know. God, so twisted. She doesn't hurt at all from it. She doesn't. No. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> uh, I, I'll take the youngest. All right, I'm youngest as well. I'm the youngest sibling as well. Would you? Okay, here's an interesting question. All right, my son and I were having this conversation. Okay. Would you rather watch your favorite team play in a championship game in person or on TV? Oh, that's fun. Uh, in person. In person. Yeah, hundred. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So if it was the Padres in the World Series or oh, Raiders yeah. or Vikings in the Super Bowl, you'd rather be there. Yeah, Kings. Yeah, in twelve or fourteen would have been great to be there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. See, I, I think it's shit like that, and then I get all superstitious. Going, but they you, got this far while I was watching on TV. The closest I can think of was being in Honda Center. Yeah. For when the Ducks won, that was awesome. <laughs> and I, I've never been a huge Ducks fan. I don't hate the Ducks. But I'm not a huge Ducks fan. But to be in there, and I had watched them. I've been up there for pretty much every game of the playoffs. Yeah. So to go through that whole ride and watch it and watch all those guys skate with the cup, yeah, that was pretty insane. That was cool. Uh, and I've got, don't let me forget, I've got a quick Stanley Cup thing at the end, and then, uh, yep. and then we'll get out of here. All right. By the way, I was at the Raiders Super Bowl when they lost here in San Diego. How'd that feel? It was, it was absolutely terrible. It was, honestly, God, one of the worst experiences of my life. I hated it. Damn it to hell. Um, that I wish I could have was on Eight watching. One. Just had a baseball guy come back and say, no, I would not make that deal if I was San Diego. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. All right. Would you rather be stuck on an island alone or with the most annoying coworker or relative you have? Oh, alone. 100%. <laughs> you couldn't make it work? No. Couldn't work. Who do you talk to? Coconut? Yeah, my volleyball. <laughs> um, there's a great clip that got yeah. out today. I don't know if you saw it on social media, but the Stanley Cup is making its way. Hold on, I've got the last question oh, to you. Oh, I thought you got to it. i got okay. last one. Okay, hold on. Okay. What would you do? Well, that's a tough one. I think I need a human being to talk to. Mike Shepard? Ah, oh, fuck that. I'd rather be alone. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's a, good, that's, a good, that's a good point. Would you rather have a noisy neighbor or a nosy neighbor? <laughs> I'll take the nosy neighbor because I can feed them bad yeah. information and watch it travel the neighborhood. Yeah. And you could sleep. Yeah. 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 I'll take the nosy neighbor. Yeah. Noisy neighbors are terrible. Because that's when you're like, did you know what Sally's doing over there? (laughs) She's got a website. It's inappropriate. And then everybody's asking about Sally. You're like, what? Where'd that come out from? Um, So there's a great clip out today. The Colorado Avalanche won the Stanley Cup a couple of weeks ago. And as you know, every player gets the opportunity to do one day with the cup. Yeah. So there was a video put out today by the NHL, and it showed a particular avalanche player. I'm not sure who it is, but it's him and a couple of his kids that are incredibly young. They all look like they're under 10. And they're at the local ice cream shop, and this thing is just being loaded with chocolate and vanilla and all kinds of different ice cream, right? And it's all these kids and their dad and a couple of friends, and everybody's excited, and they're all eating out of it. I must have seen 25 comments that were like, do you know what has happened with that cup? Do you know where it's been? It's been in the back of the you know pickup truck. It's been the bottom of the pool. I, I'm a little biased because I happen to know, I've gotten to meet a lot of the guys that yeah. work at the hall and where the cup is. And I know what they do. And the great story was I asked one of these guys that will remain nameless, 
I said, when you're out and you see all these different things that people have done with the cup, I go, is there any part of you that cringes? He goes, absolutely not. Yeah. He said, you work your entire life for that moment. You work your entire life. And he said, every day I'm on the road, I get to see them celebrate it. That's awesome. And he said, now the ones occasionally you have to rein in yeah. are the friends. Because it would be Costa, right? The things he won the cup. But he said, all you do is you tell the guy, hey, rain Costa. Costa, get away from the cup. And then the whole team. But he said, it's amazing. And he said, every day you just watch it. And he said, everybody in the group turns into a little kid. And he goes, it's the greatest part of it. And he was like, the dents and the chips. He goes, we fix everything. It's That's all awesome. fine. But if you see that clip today, watch it. Because it's yeah. just a guy with these kids. And they're watching. They're eating ice cream out of it. And completely ignore all the dopes that are sitting there talking about where the cup has been. Yeah, if the cup ever wrote a book or did a reality series about the life it's lived. By the way, the one you see at the Hockey Hall of Fame, Dave, is a duplicate. Okay. The Rio Stanley Cup is the one that travels. The one on display in the Hockey Hall of Fame is a very, very close uh, replica. But anyways, check that out and ignore all the people because the three or four guys that travel with that cup uh, love it, say it's the greatest job in the world, and they celebrate all the moments, and they said they're lucky to be enough, be along for the ride. Good um, deal. I think we're – can we go uh, Thursday night this yeah, week? Yeah, sure, why not? We'll come back Thursday, and then, hey, how about this? Sunday, uh, I'm working Comic-Con in okay. the morning, but I've got all afternoon off, so we'll try to get one more show in Sunday night before I head out to Atlantic City for eight days. Perfect. Is that Good deal. Right? All right, yep. we'll see you Thursday. All right. Sneaky backstreet door, I laugh so hard I 